Hello, my name is Pastor Mark Sturmer with The Church International, and I would just like to say welcome to our podcast. I know God wants to use this to speak something very positive into your life. I know this will encourage you, help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And look, if you enjoy this, leave a review, make sure you share it with someone, and go ahead and subscribe so that you won't miss out on any of the messages that God wants to communicate to you. Well, look, God bless, get ready, lean in, and watch what the Lord is about to do. Africa. One of the things in Africa is that they struggle, especially where we are as a church. In South Africa, there's a 34% unemployment. In Eswatini, there is a 60% unemployment. So people are struggling and they're in need, but especially in need spiritually, emotionally, and physically. So we as a church decided to do something about that. I've been going to Africa now for 20 years. And when we started the Church International, I knew in my heart we needed to plant a campus in Africa. And so we planted our first campus in Africa 10 years ago. And one of the reasons that we went on this trip was to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of that campus in Haley Haley. And so it's Haley Haley, Church International, Haley Haley. Doesn't that sound amazing? So we first went to South Africa, where we now have a church in Makassa, and then also uh, another campus in South Africa as well. And we have a school that's there, and we were so blessed to be able to visit and we landed and immediately, this whole trip, I mean, grass did not die under our feet. We were moving. We landed on Wednesday night. I was able to have a great service with the church in Makassa. Man, the Spirit of God was moving so strongly. The next day, the ladies were able to go and visit uh, Cape Point. And it, as you see on some of the photos there, what a beautiful place. It's amazing how so much poverty can be in such a beautiful place. But they were able to go visit some of the sites and then we met with leaders and were able to spend time with them and invest in them on that Thursday night. Then we were traveling on Friday, going to Haley Haley. Uh, on Saturday, was able to meet with leaders and tour the facilities, uh, the orphanage that's there at Haley Haley. Man, I am so excited of what God's doing in our orphanage. Guys, we have 18 orphans, 18, 18 orphans now there. And man, God is doing such a work in their lives. And then the care point, the care point, uh, we're feeding 350 kids at Haley Haley uh, every day from Monday through Friday. And then Sunday, my goodness, man, we had an incredible 10-year anniversary service and the people were so excited they dressed in some of their traditional wear that they uh, had wore years ago and man it was so much fun it was so impactful I want you to check out this video uh, of during the service during the praise time uh, I kind of got in on the act a little bit and it was so much fun and man God was just moving so check out this video for a second 
wasn't that fun. Uh, I bet you didn't see Pastor dance like that. That thing I had on my head, that was uh, something they wear. I said, man, Pastor Mendici, I'm going to have to get one of those. But man, the service was super amazing. And actually, the service today is the message I'll be preaching to you guys is the same message that I actually preached to them uh, on that 10-year anniversary. And so we had a great time. We went to Mabon and we're able to uh, shop for the orphans there. And we bought every orphan a couple of pair uh, of you know clothes so that they can wear. And if it wouldn't be for all of you and your faithfulness, we wouldn't be able to do any of that. And so, man, thank you, church, for being faithful in your tithe and your offerings. This whole trip could not happen without that. But also, we were able the last day to go on safari and I want you to check out the vehicle we're riding in. Man, we've seen all kind of animals. You can see some of them there on the screen. How about, go? Oh, how about those lions? Woo! Hey, they came literally within a foot and a half to the vehicle. And it was so beautiful. And they had the, you know, rhinoceroses, the elephants, the, just all the different animals we were able to see. And it was so neat to have a trip that's so God-focused people focus, but at the same time, being able to enjoy it all. And I just want to encourage you, church, thank you for allowing us to go on that trip and represent Christ and represent all of you uh, in ministering. I am fired up because we have another trip planned with people from uh, a couple of our campuses here that are going in August. And I just want to encourage everyone out there, man, this is a a trip that uh, is worth taking. Maybe next year, consider, instead of taking two vacations, consider making one of those going on the missions trip. We're going to be doing more and more trips uh, as we go and line up for next year. I would definitely be that person to go, hey, I want to go. I want to experience this. Because not only will it help the people that we're going to help, but I'm telling you, it'll change your own life. Every time I go, it makes a huge impact in my own life. And I want to thank uh, Casey and Tina and Kaysen for coming and being a part of that. Uh, Mercy, man, she turned 18 on the trip. What a birthday to turn 18. She actually worked baked cakes and muffins and, and raised all her own money to be able to do that. It was just such a blessing uh, to be there with our pastors. Uh, we now have, just to wrap it up, we have uh, three campuses in Eswatini, with the orphanage and the care point, and we have two campuses and a school in South Africa. So man, God's work is being done there on the continent of Africa, and you, you are a part of it all. And so thanks again, and you know what? Today, I'm, a, I'm a gonna answer the question of, of why we even do all this, because this is, you know, it, it's so impactful, but what is the real reason I mean, the bottom line reason of why we do this. And uh, we're going to talk about that. So uh, thank you again, and God bless you. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap, guys. You know, DeQuincy over there, actually Donald and Kendra is leading that trip in August. And I'm excited about uh, you guys going over there and, and the team that's already assembled that's going to be doing that. Uh, man, get ready because your lives are going to be uh, transformed. But man, what we are doing and how we are doing it, it, it truly is amazing, church. You know, so many times 
Uh, people judge the church so wrongly. They judge it by style. They judge it by, you know, uh, how the music is or how the place looks or the style of the preaching. And just, it's just nonsense. All the pettiness that God doesn't care anything about. What he cares about is what you're seeing, what you see taking place, or what we do with uh, in Africa with our orphans, what we do in our care points, not just Africa, but Israel and also Mexico and uh, India and all these different places, uh, Pakistan, all these different places that uh, you are a part of making a difference, making an impact in the world. Every time you get up here and you give to the Lord, because you don't give to us, you give to the Lord. The Lord takes his resources and he impacts the whole world with it. We're not just here focused, but we don't forget about here either. Can I get an amen? Because when we got back, actually on a Wednesday night, we got back from Africa, it was 39 hours of traveling, say, oh me. And so the next, we got back that evening, the next morning I get up and I drive to Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, because we had a historic event the very next day where we graduated our first graduation, Lifehouse University graduation in... Alabama, Montgomery, and just touching lives, touching souls, and just allowing God to to reach out. And, you know, we have Lifehouse, of course, uh, University here with our men and women, but now we're in Alabama, and we're not just in uh, Montgomery, but we're also in shows. And these are, these are true lives that are being transformed. I actually had uh, the parents of one of the men came up to me, and uh, parents and an uncle, and they said, man, I just want to, you don't understand. They told me this. They said, you don't understand. And I said, I'm sorry. You don't understand. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. We were scared of him. They said, that's a miracle. He said, some people came to me and said, he just needs to get away from bad people. And I told him, he is the bad people. And, and just, it's funny because the uncle was like, man, you don't understand the blankety blank stuff that he was in. And I can't believe, and he cussed again, uh, you know, what God's done in his life. And I said, man, thank you so much for sharing that with me. You're, you're truly amazing. But, you know, just, just the miracles that are taking place. And then so Friday I had to drive right back. And then, of course, we had our services on the weekend. And then guess what? Thursday, what we're doing Thursday uh, in here, we, were, we had Wednesday night service. And then Thursday, guess what we're doing Thursday? We have widows. And we were serving the widows and just letting them know that we have not forgotten about them, that God has not forgotten about them. And just, man, what a ministry. When you look at the scriptures and the scripture says, what does a biblical church look like? What does real religion look like? And guys, it's not all the other stuff. It's not this idea that we create this some Christian country club where it's all about the benefits that we all get. It's about coming and being equipped and trained to impact the world, to serve in all of these areas that you are seeing before your very eyes, that you and I are a part of. This is what God's called us to do. This is what they call in the scriptures, the chosen fast. This is real church. Can I get an amen? So amen. Give the Lord a hand clap to that. Amen. So the question is, why do we do this? Why do we do this? Why do we, why are we here today? Why are we singing these songs? 
Why do we come up here and give? Why do we go to work and give our best and our all? Why do we raise our children to be different, to, to not live like the world? Why do we treat our spouse in a way that is, is, is good so that the rest of the world can, can see? Why, why do we do all the things that we do? And I think what has happened in the church world is we have lost the why. We have lost the why. And when you lose the why, you start drifting. When you lose the why, you start going in the wrong directions. You start thinking the wrong things. You start saying the wrong things. When we lose the reason why. The church world, I believe, is lost. It's lost its why. And that's why churches are dying. That's why they're, they're drying up. Because the people are losing the why. And God wants to remind us all why we do all this. It's three reasons, really. It just boils down to three reasons. Thank you, baby. The first one is for the love and the honor of our Heavenly Father. For the love and the honor of our Heavenly Father. That is, that is the first reason, guys. You know, the scripture tells us in Revelations 4.11, it says, Worthy are you, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and because of your will they exist and were created. Can I tell you something? The church world today has even gone away from the doctrine that God created this all. And we bought into this whole idea of the Big Bang, the whole idea of, you know, this is just happen chance or that we came from apes or because when you when you eliminate the fact that everything that we have and everything you see and everything that is good that God gave it to us, when you don't understand that he gave it to you, then you'll lose the reason of why we should live our life. Because here's the, the fact of the matter is, he created all this and everything good that you have. Let me tell you this, the shirt and the trousers that you're wearing or the dress you're wearing, the shoes that you have, God gave you that. The vehicle you drove in to get here, God gave you that. We have an arrogance to think that we did it. There's an arrogance out. The house that you live in, you didn't do that. God did that for you. Anything good, any relationship, your children, everything, anything good upon this planet Earth is because God did it. Because he created it. He allowed it to come to pass. He brought it to us. Everything that is good because there is no shadow or there's no shifting in God at all. There is no darkness in him at all. He is all good. And we have to understand that we owe him everything. The very breath that we breathe comes from God. The book of Job says if he removed his breath, we would cease to exist. The very fact that you could breathe air, which is essential, remember that. You should think about God because he created it all. In Genesis 1.1, I think the church needs to get back to understanding this. In the beginning, 
God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and empty, and waters and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. The second day, God said, put an expanse between the waters on the earth and the waters above. And God called the expanse sky. On the third day, God said, Let dry ground appear and separate the waters on the earth. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let the land produce vegetation, plants and trees, the land produced plants and trees bearing fruit according to their kinds, and God saw that it was good. The fourth day God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the sun to govern the day and the moon to govern the night. He also made the stars and set them in the expanse of the sky. And God saw that it was good. On the fifth day, God said, let the waters be filled with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every winged bird according to its kind. And there was evening, and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, 
So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested. Amen. Can we give it up for our Heavenly Father? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, we owe our Heavenly Father everything. Because guess what? Not only, not only did he do all that, but for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Which brings me to, honestly, uh, one of the, the reasons, I want to go ahead to the, to the last point. One of the reasons, no, I'll tell you what, never mind. I want, I want to go ahead, I'm going to keep this scripture. So how do we honor the Father and all that he's done and all that he's given? How do, we, how do we honor the Father in this? In Matthew 5, I believe Jesus told us exact, exactly how to do that. And that's why we do the works that we do and we allow uh, people to see what we are doing. It says, you are a light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand. It gives light to all who are in the house. See, too many times in Christianity, we hide our lives. We hide the work. And it's important that God says, I did not leave you on the earth so that you could be hidden. I left you on the earth so that things could be seen that I would do through you. Why? Because of verse six, it says, your light must shine before people in such a way that they may see your good works. And what are they going to do when they see the good works? What are they going to do? They're going to glorify your Father who is in heaven. So when we, when we are not doing the work of God, and the work of God is to get people to believe on Jesus Christ. The work of God is to serve the widows and the orphans. The work of God is to take care of the poor and the hurting. The work of God is to see people saved and see people discipled. That's the work of God. And when we're not doing the work of God, then we're not glorifying the one who made us. And so we're wasting our life away. We need to live in a way that glorifies God. And we do it when we are participating in all those things that are very clear and very basic and very elementary, but very powerful. That we're looking for opportunities to glorify him. You see... This is how we glorify the Father. Now I'll go to the second reason we do everything we do. The reason you're here, the reason you gave, the reason you live differently, the reason that you're going to get up out of this place and you're going to change the world. The second reason is for the love and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. For who he is and for what he's done. And a lot of times the church just bypasses all this. This is the whole basis of everything, guys. When we bypass this, we, we literally erode the foundation of what Christianity stands on. And this is what Revelations 5, 9 through 14 says. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you. 
you meaning Jesus Christ. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to break its seal. For you were slaughtered. You purchased people for God with your blood from every tribe, language, people, and nation. Guys, that's why we are the church international. Because we must be about every tribe, language, people, and nation. Even Jesus himself and his commission said, make disciples of all nations. And he says, you have made them into a kingdom and a priest to our God. And they will reign upon the earth. We're called to reign and rule this earth. Then I looked and I heard voices of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and the elders. And the number of them were myriads of myriads. That word means an unfathomable number. A number that you can't even comprehend. And he said, so he's saying that I saw a number that I couldn't comprehend. Then he said it again. Do you, you understand? A number I couldn't comprehend. And it was like, let me, let me, I got to bring it down. We can't even understand that. Thousands upon thousands. Basically, as far as the, he could see, there was just this sea of angels and elders and saints saying with a loud voice, by the way, heaven ain't quiet. Saying with a loud voice, the word of the Lord is not quiet. It says it's like, a, it's like going up to a, a thunderous waterfall, the sound of God's voice. Now, can he speak in a still small voice? Sure he can. But there, there are times when God wants to get loud. With a loud voice, this is what he heard. Worthy is the lamb that was slaughtered to receive power, wealth, wealth. You know why we give? Because he is worthy. Because he is worthy. No other reason. That's it. To receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing and uh, this blows me away and I heard I heard every created thing which is in the heaven and on the earth and under the earth or on the sea and all the things in them saying so this is this is what he's saying I was listening and I heard the birds I heard the fish, I heard the, the antelope, I heard the elephants, I heard the rhinos, I heard, I, I, I heard the, all of these creatures, I heard the trees, I heard the grass in the field, I heard the rivers and I heard the oceans, I, I heard all of these things. Everything that is created, I can hear, I can hear it. There is one sound along with the myriads and myriads of the angels and the saints and the elders, along with all that. And, and, this is, and this is what they were saying. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing the honor and the glory and the dominion forever and ever. He said, this is what I heard. 
And the four living creatures saying, Amen. And the elders fell down and they worshiped. I want you to stand on your feet, everyone in here. Thursday night, Thursday night, when we got to this place, the Lord began to manifest things. There was angels that appeared. There were people, demons that were, were uh, shook and thrown out. There were people giving their life to Christ. It was just, it was like he said, what I'm going to do and what God's about to do in this very room, this is what I'm about to do, the Lord said. Just like when Samuel told Saul, he said, when you see the the prophets and the musicians coming down from the high place, y'all get over here, coming down from the high place and worshiping God and prophesying to God, he said, the spirit of the Lord is going to rush upon you. He said, it's going to rush upon you and you're going to be turned in to a different person. I'm asking every person in this room to turn your attention to our Holy Father and to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm asking every person in this room to enter in to the greatest thing we've been given to do. The greatest thing. And all of creation, the greatest thing is to give him worship. And when you do, the Spirit of the Lord is going to rush in on this place. And you will not leave here the same. There should not be one lip that is silenced. There should not be one heart that is not beating for the passion of Jesus. We should lift our hearts and our souls. For you are worthy, Lord. For you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Come on, everyone in here.
Come on, all the voices. Come on, every voice, every tongue. your hands. Feel the Spirit of the Lord. Come on, let go of everything. Let go of the rest of this day. Let go of tomorrow. Be here and now. Spirit, do your work in this place. with the heavens. Come on, join in with the heavens.
I'm just sensing this church. He is so holy. He is so worthy. I just sense we just need to bow ourselves before God. Come on, just to begin to bring that back up. Come on, right where you at. Just find and just bow yourself before Him. Come on, within your heart, within your soul. Can we give him praise? Can we give him praise in this place? Can we shout unto Jesus? Can we shout unto Jesus? Can we shout unto Jesus? Come on. Can we shout unto the Lord like a mighty roar of the people of God who have put their faith and their trust in a holy God, a holy King. 
Yeah, come on. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Father. This is why we do what we do. If you have lost that, get it back. As the Spirit of the Lord God Almighty just rushes upon you to give you a fire inside of your soul that will never be quenched. I pray that over your people, Lord. I said there were three reasons. The first one is the honor of our whole heavenly Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ, the second one. The third one is for the love and compassion of humanity. That's it. By the way, there is no greater message that can ever be preached by anyone than the message you hear today. Love and honor to Father, love and honor Jesus Christ, and for the love and compassion of humanity. That's it. It doesn't get any deeper, it doesn't get any higher. That is the apex of it all. And that's where our eyes need to focus. And when we do, we will live differently, we will speak differently, we will walk differently, we will talk differently. We will. We will give differently. We will serve differently. We'll do everything. We'll worship differently. To be honest with you, this is the type of worship that should be here every time we meet. Because he's so holy, we should prepare ourselves. We should be preparing ourselves all morning before getting here. Literally just to do the greatest thing that there is to do in all of Humanity and all of creation, everything that, that can be done to eternity and beyond is the worship and honor of our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. What a great honor and privilege it is to come and to do that. I, I can't understand, Tony, I can't understand how someone would not want to come do that. What an amazing God that we serve. Do y'all feel the spirit of the Lord? Come on, just, just open your hands and just receive from him. Come on, just sense that as the instruments are playing. Some of you came in with stuff on you. Let me tell you where it all melts away, in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you where healing comes, in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you where confusion is kicked out, in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you where worry and anxiety are eliminated, in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you where your marriage can completely be made one and whole, and healthy. We're at in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you where your soul can be saved 
in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you where your body can be healed in the presence of Jesus. Let me tell you the only hope for our country is the presence of Jesus. The only hope for humanity is the presence of Jesus. Come on, Sarah. I want to go back to Cindy, King Jesus. Come on, we're going to close out and we're going to sing King Jesus. Come on, y'all with me, church. Come on, you with me, church. Come on, everyone in here, lift your hands, lift your heart. Holy God Almighty in heaven. Come on, everyone. Come on, not one silent voice. Come on, drown them out. Come on. Come on, drown them out. Let the heavens hear. Let this community hear. Let the devil hear. Come on, Father, hear us. Lord Jesus, hear us.
your neighbor and say, we just had church. Guys, this is what heaven is about. This is where we're going. Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Thank you, guys. I love y'all. Appreciate you guys. God bless y'all.